ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Captain Awesome of the Spanish Announce Table. I want to bring you this special episode. It's sort of a, a recap slash introduction to the National Wrestling League, otherwise known as NWL. We've been talking about this on the show for a while now. We know it's been coming. We've been graciously allowed to come up be a part of their press conferences. We had a special episode with some of the guys that were recently signed. Uh, we did some interviews with them and the league president, Major Basin. We were lucky enough to get media credentials for their first ever event. It was Fight KC out of the Scottish Rite Temple in Kansas City. Great venue. Uh, the show was amazing. Top-notch. Production was was high caliber. If you missed it, Shame on you, and you need to catch it out. Go to nwleague.com, pick a side, get some tickets if you're anywhere near the Kansas City or St. Louis area. And if you're not, it's worth a plane ticket. It was a great show. Let's just get into the event. We had the media credentials, or at least I did. T-Mac had a, another arrangement that he had to be at, but I was there. I got to walk around, see some behind-the-scenes stuff going on. I got to interview several folks. I'm going to play you some of those interviews here and kind of give you a rundown. I'm not going to tell you everything about the show because that wouldn't be fair to the people that paid money to go see it. So you need to do the same. But I also managed to book some interviews coming up for the Spanish announce table for down the road. So look for those also. Let's just get into the pre-show. I got to walk around backstage, and I came across a guy who's been on our show. He was there the day we went up there for the press conferences. He's the mile-high magnum Dak Draper. This guy is is a flat-out stud. I mean, he's he's built like a statue. He's he's a ladies' man, and he knows it. That's, that's hard to maybe his charm kind of rubs some people the wrong way, but here it is. I caught up with him for a quick little interview uh, while he's getting ready pre-match. The Dak Draper just about to uh, just about to apply some cocoa butter. Just about to do it. Uh, on a scale of one to totally, how excited are you for this inaugural Fight KC event? You seem a little unimpressed. You know, uh, well... One to totally, it doesn't fall on the spectrum for how I feel about this. I'm here, I'm getting paid to be here, and uh, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. As long as the check's clear, I'm going to be here. And uh, whatever whatever factory worker or whoever got up. Whoever got off work at the dog the dog food factory and didn't want to have to go home and get uh, get nagged by their uh, great big fat wife, uh, whoever comes out here and uh, wants to wrestle me can can do that and get embarrassed and it'll be a good thing it's uh well it's good for me terrible thing for them yeah at least at least you got something to do tonight the, the economy of kansas city has boosted so much though since i've come here it's uh it's really impressive like since i've moved here the chiefs have made the playoffs that's that's a good point i didn't notice the uh the connection that's a good you know, I, that's, I used i lived in denver last year and last year the denver broncos won the super bowl coincidence I'm, i moved to can i moved to kansas city on christmas eve I, I, the Chiefs made the playoffs. I think that solves it. I think that solves it right there. That was Dak Draper. 
The man definitely thinks very highly of himself. Not sure that I agree with some of his uh, stances on how he influenced the Kansas City economy or the playing ability of the Kansas City Chiefs, but, you know, who's going to tell him no? I certainly wasn't going to do it, uh, and he thinks highly of himself, but uh, I guess you would too if you look like him. So let's move on. We ran into a Kansas City wrestling legend. The guy's been putting in work for a long time, uh, but he recently... His attitude soured a little bit. Uh, it's the monarch Jeremy White. He's a good friend of the Spanish announce table, been on several times. You know, never never with this kind of demeanor. Uh, he's not a fan of the way the fans and some of the boys in the back have treated him as of late, and he's letting it be shown by, by joining up with his arch nemesis, Michael Strider. And uh, let's just hear the interview and see see what I'm talking about. Here it is, the monarch Jeremy White. <laughs> Yeah, Monarch Jeremy Wyatt seems seems like you're ready to unleash a lot of hell on some folks here tonight. That that bad. Is that is that a legitimate question? Well, I mean, it's it, it is a question. It's it's like a rhetorical question, isn't it? I mean, why why wouldn't I be ready to unleash hell on somebody? I mean, that's kind of what I do. That's my thing, unleashing hell every single night, or at least the nights that I partake in uh, professional wrestling matches. Uh, uh, is there any loyal subjects in the crowd tonight? I would say if we have five, six, seven hundred people here, they would all be loyal subjects. Would, I mean, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't you uh, wouldn't you assume that? I mean, given that I am, what I'm doing is a measurement with my hand, and I'm doing it above my head right now. So I'm like up here, and then those people, they're down by my knee, so they're down there. So there's a big disparity between me and them. What what happens when they're not loyal? They get that ass kicked. Mm. I guess that, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. So, I mean, I'm taking on uh, Laz Callow tonight, so we'll see uh, if he's a subservient or if he's got a little fight in him. And he can make it an easy night or a long night. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty much up to him. It's not wise to go against the king, is it? I mean, would you go against the king? Certainly not. Okay, well, yeah, I, I am looking. I, yeah, so, I mean, so if Laz Callow has any common sense, he will, uh, he will, he will bow down before me. That's that's the tagline, right? Bow down before me, yeah. So, I think uh, I think that's how we're rolling tonight. Well, I'd wish you luck, but I'm, I'm assuming you don't need it. Uh, what's that saying? Luck is for losers. Yeah, that. Yeah, I don't need luck. When you're this good, when you're better than the best, you don't need luck. You just go out and do your thing. All right, I'll be watching. Monarch Jeremy Wyatt, you know, uh, you could certainly call him the king of Kansas City wrestling, at least for the last, you know, I, I don't even know how long, uh, longer than I've even been in Kansas City. I mean, he's he's been putting in the work, he's been at the top of his game, and uh, now he's he's fueled by by his own issues, I guess. Uh, or, you know, it may not be his own, maybe he'll, he'll put the blame on some others, but uh, he's got a renewed sense of aggravation, and I think that's going to drive him to maybe even higher heights than he'd already achieved, which is saying something. But, boy, after these two guys giving me a little bit of a sour attitude, maybe I ran into a, you know, another great friend of the show. I thought this would go a little bit better. It was uh, the Iceman. Uh, he's got a new new gig. He's working with uh, a wine connoisseur who's been wrestling with NWL, Niles Plonkett. Iceman told me about this before, before I even was aware of this gentleman, but I guess this gentleman owns a winery, knows uh, everything there is to know about wine. And so now he's working with him and accompanying him to the ring, I uh, ran into him pre-show backstage, and I might have uh, slipped up a little bit, maybe a Freudian slip. I don't know. I, I didn't mean to insult the Iceman, but I'm hoping our relationship isn't affected negatively moving forward. Here it is. Here's the Iceman. 
coming across a great friend of the show, the Iceman. What's going on, Iceman? What's up, Captain? Awesome. Uh, on a uh, scale of one to totally, how excited are you for this? Uh, extremely totally. Oh, I didn't even have that on the on the. That's, well, you're, you're always ahead of the game. Well, you know the Iceman. I always take it above and beyond every single time. Anyway, so. That's true. That's true. It's it's you're light on your feet, so you're light in the mind too. Uh, Wait, did I say that right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If I, you, know you look like you're about to beat me up right now. You know I do throw shopping carts. I, I, I know. I'm a little worried about that. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll stay out of your way. Since this, uh, yeah, you better. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks. Have a, have a good show. Okay, yeah. You, yeah. Well, that was the Iceman. Dude, Ice. Iceman. Sorry, man. You know I love you. I didn't mean anything by that. Uh... Please don't throw a shopping cart uh, at at my face. Uh, now it was this was this was coming on about you know close to showtime, talking to all the fight KC guys, having a good time, you know, meeting some of the characters, and then um, uh, ran into uh, somewhat of a, an unexpected personality back there. Ran into somebody from uh, the NWL St. Louis side who uh, wasn't really scheduled to be there, so it kind of perked my intrigue up a little bit and I went to grab him it's Des Wellston and so uh let's just get into uh you know me asking him what what he was doing there here's Des all right we got Des Wellston here enemy territory back here in the fight KC inaugural event what's a what's a St. Louis guy think of what's going on around here well uh you know I mean, it's good, you know, history's been made, and um, you got Fight KC, you got Fight STL. Um, it's good for the whole state of Missouri. This whole rivalry thing's been blown out of proportion because it's not really a rivalry, it's just more so of a jealousy on the KC side. Um, big Brother's here, and Big Brother's gonna put Little Brother in his place. Ooh. That was Des Wellston, he didn't stick around uh, kind of an ominous statement, uh, and uh, as we'll get into a little bit later, it was kind of about that moment that I knew something was going down. Something didn't feel right, a little bit of tension in the air after those words were made. So uh, let's move on to, you know, the show was amazing. It was great. Like I said, top-notch quality, great wrestling. Fans were there loving it. There was even Alex Smith, the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, was in attendance. Uh, so you know this is big time. You know, people were hearing about it. It was great. After the show, I got to talk to some of the folks. First up was Michael Strider. Now, of course, he and Jeremy Wyatt came out. Michael Strider even demanded that all the fans in attendance pay an extra $5 because they got the the privilege of seeing those two out there. I don't know if he actually was able to collect on that uh, or if he's still hot about that. Of course, Jeremy Wyatt won. If you were there, you saw that. If not, uh, you should have been there. It was a good match. Uh, I talked to Michael Strider for a little recap of what he thought about the evening's events. Got Michael Strider fresh off Jeremy Wyatt's, uh, some would call it amazing victory. I have a feeling you're going to say something similar. Amazing was that uh, we even wrestled the bum at all. We need better competition to show what we can do better than everybody else, which is that we're better wrestlers, we're better entertainers, we're better talkers, we're better people, we're better lovers, we're better human beings, we're better just beings all together. And humble as well. Very humble. 
that was me being humble. Uh, I think what you saw was just a taste of what we talk about. 20 years, 20 years of being the benchmark of professional wrestling in the Midwest. That's what it's about. Yeah, so uh, you seem to take issue with the Make Wrestling uh, Great Again moniker. Well, wrestling's been great for 20 years. Anybody who's ever come and bought a ticket or watched a TV show that had Michael Strider or Jeremy Wyatt on it would argue the point that it has been great, at least when either one of us have been in there. So great again is a lot like saying making America great again. It was never bad. Well, I won't keep you any longer unless you get back to your uh, throngs of fans. Do you have any um, any last statements for the fans of the NWL? Yeah. Michael Strider, I don't know if he just was at a loss for words of what to say there at the end or uh, if he just wanted to kind of leave me hanging, making me look like a fool. Appreciate that there, uh, Michael. Uh, thought we were Thought we were cool, but I guess not. Then we move on. Uh, I got to talk to the Mancini brothers. These gentlemen are um, questionable types. They're rumored to be involved in some uh, sketchy endeavors. Uh, them and their family, a uh, well-known um, Italian family in town. Uh, I won't get much into further into that because I don't want to uh, alienate or, or, or upset or offend any of them. We certainly do not mean any disrespect. None whatsoever to the Mancini family. None whatsoever. By any means, if any of them are listening... Please understand, I do not have anything negative to say about the Mancini family. The Mancini brothers did have a match against the Union, and everything was going well until I think they uh, they tried to maybe do a little uh, little nefarious tactics, brought in some brass knuckles, and uh, it backfired on them. They accidentally hit themselves with it, basically. So we'll catch up with the Mancini brothers and see what they had to say about their match. <laughs> All right, Captain Awesome with the Spanish announce table. I've got the Mancini brothers here. Uh, they're hot. They're a little bit angry about what went down tonight. You guys have any words for your, uh, your opponents? Well, I've been telling Gino I'm very, very sorry for kidding him with those knucks, but, you know, he's, he's still a little hot about it. Um, Gino, I'm very, I'm very, very sorry. I mean it. I mean it. You know, I was, uh, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty uh, a little ticked off about uh, getting hit in the face with a pair of brass knucks, you know, but uh, – I slapped him around a little bit, so I'm, I'm feeling a little bit better. But, you know, we, we always do that. So yeah, This is something brothers typically do, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, th- we're family. This is what we do. And uh, uh, this is what we also do better in the ring. We know what we, each other are thinking most of the time, except for when I, uh, you know, knock him in the mouth with those uh, pair of knuckles, you know. So, it's Gino, again, I'm uh, very, very sorry. I mean it. Well, I... I guess I freaking accept it. I mean, I may, I don't want to talk about it no more, really, because okay, we'll the temper's flaring up again. I can't take it. But So how do you plan to rebound from such a devastating loss like this? Is, is there a rigid training regimen? or We're not going to talk about our training, you tough guy. People tend to make fun of us, but hey, hey, we're big, bad, and uh, we mean business, if you know what I mean. Um, this guy's getting a little nosy. Don't you think, Gino? Yeah, he's maybe talking a little bit too much, you know. But uh, we won't go into uh, training details. But we, all we do is hit people hard and eat pizza. I mean, really, uh, that, people go, oh, yeah, you're eating pizza before the fight. You know what? We'll come out and eat pizza and still win. Tonight, we could have won. But, again, uh, Rudy hit me with the uh, brass knucks, so that's, that's why that didn't happen. You, see, you say that's all you do, but word gets around that maybe you guys are involved in some other other, other, oh, you know, other businesses. Oh. 
Hey, hey you're implying we do anything illegal. Uh, certainly not, certainly not. Me, as an Italian-American, extremely offended I am, you know? I mean, come on. I, I just ask the questions. I don't, I don't mean to. I, get it. I know people, they go, yeah, they talk a little bit, they talk here and there, you know? Oh, they're it's, involved it's all, in It's all comic books and, and TV shows and movies. This is all you people believe in. Italian-Americans are very proud people, okay? Especially out here in Kansas City, Missouri, where we're... Ba our family is from, by the way. So you're insulting anything about what we do. You're insulting our family personally, tough guy. Oh, certainly, certainly mean no insult to, specifically to your family. But yeah, we're you know we're not gonna uh, slap you around right now because you know uh, I think I've seen a few people walking around that you know I don't need to get involved with that. But you know. Well, I appreciate that. I won't keep you guys from the pizza. I seem to love that a whole lot. So I'll let you get back to that. Well, that's a good thing. Well, that's another thing I'm hot about. Like, oh, you come back expecting all this pizza and it's already gone. So. We, we only had four apiece. I mean, come on. That's tragic. It's tra tragic. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate your time. All right. Take care. See you later, boss. See you there, liver lips. That was the Mancini Brothers. I don't know what liver lips means. Is that... Should I know what that means? Again, uh, Mancini family, uh, no disrespect if anybody's listening. Uh, uh, the Mancini brothers were a pleasure to talk to. They, they certainly, they really ate a lot of pizza. I saw them take a couple of boxes back with them to the dressing room. It's, it, anyway, let's move on. I got to talk to Todd Letterman. Now, I was speaking earlier about how I could tell something was afoot when I saw Des Wellston. Well, Des Wellston, Todd Letterman, and Christian Adonis of the National Wrestling League, STL, boy, they came in, interrupted the festivities when League President Major Basin was explaining how the NWL was, will work to the fans uh, was hyping up Fight KC, as he would naturally do. I mean, it's the first event. And they, these STL guys seemed to take a little bit of offense to it. And they came in, started poking their nose in their business, kind of almost threatening the league president. And uh, he backfired and put them in a six-man tag against the Royal Blood, Jet and Jack's Royal, and Blaine Meeks. And uh, didn't quite go the way the NWL STL guys had hoped. And specifically, Todd Letterman was really hot about it. So... I caught up with him backstage, and he had some ominous words as well. Here's Todd. All right, it's Captain Awesome with the Spanish announce table. We have Todd Letterman here. You were the source of a lot of controversy today. You came up, you came up a little short on your plan to kind of spoil the party. Let me let me correct you right there. I didn't come up a little short. I took everything that three men had at one time while my partners left me high and dry. So no, I wouldn't say I came up a little short this time. So a little dissension in the ranks here then, even with your with your own brethren from the NWL STL. Forget those guys. There's no thing. There's no STL. There's no Casey. Yeah, I represent STL, but I represent Todd Letterman first. So what was the idea? You were going to come out here and just spoil the party? Was it just for kicks, or did you have something more sinister in mind? You know what? Honestly, the first, I just came here to check out the show. I just wanted to see history. I wanted to see the first NWL show ever. And then Major Basin gets in there and starts just revving up Kansas City like it's so much better than St. Louis. Uh-uh, I don't think so, Scooter. Well, so so what's next then? Do you plan to do this every time they have an event, or are you just going <laughs> to? What's next? What's next? You'll see Thursday at the Casa Loma Ballroom. You'll see what's next. I will see you then, sir. Thank you. Something tells me this, this rivalry isn't going away anytime soon, and uh, Todd's Todd's going to have his plans in order for when the NWL STL event kicks off this week at the Casa Loma Ballroom in St. Louis. I don't know if, if any Fight KC guys are going to be there. Uh, it may not turn out well for them. 
Uh, and I kind of addressed that uh, when I got to talk to league president Major Baisden. He's ensuring me that there will be no blowback from Fight KC, that uh, he's going to put in rules and plans in place to make sure it doesn't happen. But uh, he talks about that and more. Uh, here, let's just get into it. Here's Major Baisden, league president, National Wrestling League. <laughs> Captain Awesome of the Spanish Announce Table. I got National Wrestling League President Major Bazin here standing with me. Fresh off the inaugural NWLKC event. Major, how do you think it went overall? You know, I think it went really well. That last match with NWL Kansas City versus NWL St. Louis. That was some real heat, some real pops. And man, that finishing, those finishing sequences from the Royal Bloods and Blaine. Hey man, I was I was shocked. It, it was it was very fun. You had to you had to get out there and, and show some of your uh, your your muscle, as it were, to kind of put some of the NWL St. Louis talent in check? Well, I mean, generally, you know, obviously I am impartial, but, you know, you can't just have, you know, people interrupting the show. You can't have people coming in, and you certainly can't have employees poking at you, you know, when you're the boss. So, you know, when that happens, it becomes, you know, a little bit of a problem in terms of uh, keeping that fine line between personal and business, you know, strong. And, uh, you know, just... You know, to be frank, um, Todd crossed that line, and he's going to have to deal with that. You know, we'll we'll go in and we'll figure out what kind of uh, repercussions are going to be over the next week. Are you going to have any plans in place for any potential blowback from the KC folks that happened before the show's kicked off? Think it'll happen again? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, we're going to put in some 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 rules, some pretty pretty strict rules. So if anybody comes in there, they're, they're going to be suspended. Um, you know, because of the way everything went down, I think we are going to do a rematch. Uh, so we'll figure that out for the next show. So Castle Loma on January 12th, um, we'll do another fight, STL versus Fight KC there. Uh, and I think between that and the, uh, the threat of suspension, I think that'll keep everybody in line. Well, I thank you for your time. And you heard it. Go on to uh, the nwleague.com, pick your side, and get your tickets and catch the next show. Thank you. That was Major Basin. I want to give a, a big thanks to him and VP of Marketing, Travis Bowden, and, of course, Chris Goff, our, our old friend of the show, also, uh, for allowing me to come in there, have some media credentials, talk to everyone, and put this out here. And, of course, showing us some love on the social media. We really appreciate it. You guys are doing something amazing out there. We like what's happening. Excited to see what happens over on the NWL STL side and to catch the next Fight KC show. Everybody should go on to nwleague.com. You pick a side. Uh, you can buy some tickets to the events. Uh, check out their YouTube channels. This is something you're not going to want to miss. It's amazing. I had a blast. Can't wait for the next time. Gotta check it out. In between then, check out my show, Spanish Announce Table. T-Mac and I, we're going to interview the monarch, Jeremy Wyatt. We're going to talk about the event. We're going to kind of recap a little bit of it. Uh, T-Mac was unfortunately not able to attend, so he's excited to hear uh, from my words as to what went down. Check the show out. You won't be disappointed. This is Captain Awesome, the Spanish Announce Table. (laughs) 